Welcome everybody to the ECS podcast, end of June, no students around here edition. Uh, this is Mr. Malenchek coming to you from the front office here on Wednesday, June 28th, joined here by Mr. Whitaker. Yeah, hello. How are you doing today, Mr. Whitaker? I'm sad because there's no students. There are no students around. Yeah. So what better thing do we have to do than to make a podcast today? Yeah, let's sit and talk to each other in front of all these people. <laughs> so, so let's talk about all things Eugene Christian School. Uh, here for about, I don't know, 10 minutes. We'll, we should probably have an auto-off button if we go longer than 12. Yeah, right. Uh, somebody should just hit the off switch. Right. In the point. comments on this podcast, you can let us know about what time we should have wrapped it up. We, <laughs> that would be outstanding, yes. Uh, the big news today before we get into the agenda for the podcast, we are now officially synced on iTunes, folks. Yeah, hey. This is, uh, yeah, thank you for the, we need our laughing tracks. And yeah, our totally. tracks. We are officially synced at iTunes, so you iPhone people out there on your MacBooks, whatever you're doing, iPads, head on the podcast store, search for Eugene Christian School, and you can maybe increase our viewership from, what, 44 to, what do you think? 46. 46. That's what we're shooting for, uh, 46 listeners after today's edition. Yep. So on the podcast today, we're going to review 2016-17 school year, take a peek back for a few minutes, and then really spend a majority of our time, as we're talking about developing kingdom leaders around here, Looking forward to what 2017-2018 has in store for your ECS, and we're looking forward to that. So thanks for listening today, and now for the feature segment of the show. All right, Mr. Whitaker, so it's uh, so easy now as we reflect on the 2016-2017 school year to think about all the great things that happened. Uh, just to give a few in the amount of time that we have today, one just a handful of brand new staff to our school this year that brought uh, yourself included. I'm thinking about a lot of our instructional assistants, uh, new teachers that we've had. The environment, as I observed after my second year of being at ECS, uh, the culture that's been set from the staff, how much they care about the kids, the parents. We get to see all that stuff behind the scenes. And I want to say thank you to you yeah. for being a part of that movement as well. In addition, all the new faces, the new staff, the new students. Uh, some of you know this. This past school year, we added something like 50 to 55 students over the previous school year, uh, which is outstanding for a number of levels. It creates sometimes its own problems, uh, but there are a lot of successes of having additional families that joined ECS. Mm -hmm. And one of those subgroups of that 55, some of you have heard this statistic shared by me before, we had about four pastoral families in the 2015 school year, and we're up now at about 12 to 14 pastoral families. Yeah, it's really good. I don't know if any of the pastors will be a part of those 46 listeners you're referring to, but I can't think of anything else to honor those that are preaching the word and serving families than to serve them uh, being here at ECS. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know you and I held a pastoral luncheon this year, got to know some a little bit better, and to see their influence in our school, I just can't wait for that relationship to continue. Mm -hmm. The third thing that comes to my mind, too, as I think about this past year is really a transition year as we start to carve out what our vision is for ECS. We, of course, you know we have our mission statement to, for students to know Jesus through moral character development and great academics and serving others, but really tying all that with a vision of developing kingdom leadership. Mm-hmm. And I know you've been instrumental in getting that off the ground, and we're going to talk a little bit about what that looks like for next year. So if one of the ways, one of the small ways, we try to get the DKL life, if you will, the developing kingdom leaders off the ground is this program through Salt Shakers. Mm-hmm. 
And remind the audience again about this SALT acronym. What's the S-A-L-T for? Yeah, SALT is Servanthood and Leadership Teams. Which is always the redundant part when I say, SALT hey, Teams. Hey, Mr. Whitaker, where are the SALT Teams? Yeah. Or when you go to the grocery store, where's, where's my PIN number? Right. And I think, oh gosh, I, what are all the redundant things I'm saying? They are not Servanthood and Leadership Team teams. <laughs> They're just SALTs. So what have you most enjoyed, looking back now that we can be a little bit uh, full of nostalgia now, what have, what have you enjoyed about the Salt Shakers program? Well, it's twofold. One, I've enjoyed seeing the way that the middle schoolers really just kind of got out of themselves and their peer group and poured into the lives of the younger students. It was really awesome to see them be selfless in that way. Even cooler, though, the other side of that is seeing the way that the littles, uh, the younger students, responded to the older students, you know, looking at them with admiration as like they're rock stars and really seeking their attention and, and uh, feeling special and included and you know, just based on the age of the middle schoolers, the little kids automatically just think they're really cool. And to see them um, responding so positively to the investment from the bigger kids is very cool. You know, it's funny. I think I think I shared this with you and the rest of the staff that about two months ago, we did a survey with, with parents about the things they loved and the things that they believe that ECS can, can continue to develop, of course. And by far, the number one response for what they were most proud of uh, I know we're calling it salt shakers. I know in the past there's been other kinds of leadership programs and buddy reading and all that stuff. But parents, if I understand the majority, um, they love programs from music to PE to art to Spanish and everything else that we can provide. But for them to be mentored by another student is something that goes beyond just learning the ABCs and learning uh, math and learning how to write an essay. Yeah. So tell me a little bit as we peek into next year. That's maybe the 1.0 version of Salt Shakers, and it's yeah. resonating with kids and with parents. I can't tell you how many times this year I had a parent say, hey, Mr. Mlizzik, I ran into, uh, we were just at this place, and my daughter, my son, just randomly had this child run up to them, and I, oh, and we got through all the layers, and it was their Salt Shaker. It, yeah. was, it was their mentor that was speaking into their life. So that's maybe the 1.0 version this year. It was chapels. Yeah. It was common lunches. It was common sure. recesses. What do you envision the, maybe the 2.0 version of Salt Shakers for the 17-18 school year? Right. Yeah, I'm really glad you bring it up. And I think, you know, even just to classify this year as mentoring might be a little bit of an overstatement. True. You know, we did chapels and recesses and lunch and things, but I'm, I'm putting together a team of students who are really good at it. Mm. We had some Salt Shakers who just excelled at it, whether they had creative ideas, coming up with games and blessing their kids and things like that. So we're going to put together a team of students who want to bring into life version 2.0 to include academic support, prayer support, accountability, blessings, um, more fun activities, just really taking it to another level. And I hope getting it into the institutional understanding of our school that the Salt Shakers are a resource for the younger students more than just hanging out once a month at chapel and recess. So are you saying, if I hear you right, that the vision would be for middle school students and some with more of a knack for it than others, of course. Uh, of course, we all know we all influence no matter what, who we are and what we're doing that they may be mentoring academically in the classroom, supporting them with their reading and their writing, their math, Bible, all that stuff. They also may be providing prayer support for them going through a tough time. Yeah, encouragement, sure. So these are, what I'm really hearing then, is that salt shakers are going to become maybe the shadow behind the scenes of each child in our elementary program. It's going to be their advocate, yes. if you will. Yeah. Uh, which is different from just hanging out every once in a while and, and kind of going from there. That's right as we cue the fire uh, department driving by us here. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm excited about this program. And uh, in addition to Salt Shakers, I'm a little bit aware, uh, of course I should be, tell those that are uh, those 46 people listening, 
to the middle school program next year, I think part of your vision, Ms. Whitaker, has been to increase the kinds of things kids can participate in in terms of leadership capacities. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anybody listening to this of the 46 listeners probably went through school. They had a president, a vice president, a treasurer, a cabinet of leadership. Yep. And it's you know the haves and the have-nots kind of, whereas our approach is very grassroots. So what are some of the ways you're thinking differently about leadership from maybe what we got started this year going forward. Yeah, just as opposed to the idea of a leadership cabinet and ASB, a student council, the idea that we are all leaders by what we do, what we don't do, what we say, what we don't say, and then providing students with opportunities to exercise and live out their leadership by giving them authority and responsibility over areas of the school that they're interested in, talented in, passionate about. So we've created six domains we're going to call them teams that students are going to become a part of. All students are going to be a part of at least one. Some have volunteered to be part of more than one based on what they're interested in that are in essence going to create the content that you and I will work together with them on to roll out in order to make this place as cool as they want it to be. Awesome. You know, so we can provide for them some frameworks, some ideas, um, teach them how to think bigger, you know, but then, yeah, roll some stuff out and I think it'll be... It'll be really cool. When they come to school knowing that they actually have created something that mm -hmm. everyone's going to do that's going to be awesome, that'll really give them a sense of satisfaction and buy-in and investment. I think it'll be awesome. Amen. Yeah. Can you give us maybe one example? You mentioned those six different things, but give us an example. We have yeah. a SALT program, but what's salt. another example of yeah. these opportunities for the kids? So there's events and activities mm -hmm. for students who really have that fun, activity-based mm -hmm. brain. There's blessings and service for those who are tuned into how to make other people feel awesome by injecting good into their lives. Mm -hmm. There's uh, academics for students who want to have a say in what classes are offered or what they learn in their classes. There is uh, spiritual formation and development for students who want to have a say over what we do in chapel and Bible and you know our small group breakouts and things like that. Yeah, so that's just a, a smattering of them. That's outstanding. But I think that there's something for everybody. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody, as we like to say, plugged in to one of those areas and mm -hmm. finding their niche in the school. Yeah. I, I My vision, too, as you are talking about that is that each student would understand that they don't have to be the one doing the pom-poms. They don't necessarily have to be the one with the microphone. They don't have to be the one that makes a really cool video because they're going to be probably gifted in certain areas. So we don't, we don't have an excuse that you can just do nothing, mm -hmm. but uh, we want them of course to be operating out of the capacity that God's provided for them. Yeah. I think you even mentioned some of the kids wanted to build a newspaper or yep. it could be even doing radio. It could be producing uh, slideshows for the entire school and doing announcements, Yeah, whatever it might be. Yep. So uh, kudos to you. And I'm very excited to see fast forward to June next year, a uh, year from now, how this all unfolds. Yeah, me too. So we, we got 90 seconds left before somebody hits the reject button, I think on our podcast today, <laughs> a couple other things looking forward to. Uh, I know it's been a little middle school centric for next year. Outdoor school. Yeah. This is kind of a big deal for our school next year because we're doing something for the very first time in the history of ECS, at least in my recent knowledge of the school. We're taking the entire middle school where? To Grove Christian Camp for a three-day, two-night uh, overnight outdoor school and all the staff. We're talking all staff, Yeah, all students, mm -hmm. not just sixth grade, not just seventh grade. Right. Eighth grade too. Yep. And, uh, and we're okay with this. We're excited about it. <laughs> More than okay. Yeah. yeah, and we want parents to join us, correct? We do. You know, outdoor yeah. school is only as awesome as the adults who come and serve. Now, you've been a part and with your own background in education and teaching uh, and also serving at Grove Camp yourself. Mm -hmm. Can you testify, and you've probably seen a number of times where kids go to these kinds of camps and, and leave transformed? Yeah, you know, the biggest decisions happen at big events. And so it, these are... 
the events that students will remember forever, you know, and you talk to many adults that went to outdoor school and said, do you remember? Of course I remember outdoor school. So, you know, we want to provide that opportunity for our students as well. Excellent. And we need volunteers. Excellent. Daytime volunteers to contribute in the chaperone classes, evening time for those fun character ed events we're going to do, and overnight cabin moms and dads. Love it. So September 20th to the 22nd are those right. the dates? Yep. We're talking food, games, academics, science, hands-on experiments. We're yep. talking worship, yep. fun. Yep. Together as a group. And team building, bonding, activities, games, challenges. Excellent. Yeah. So parents out there listening, 6th, um, 7th, 8th grade, 20th to the 22nd of September, it's going to be 75 degrees and sunny. Yeah. Right off the of river course. there. And we'll make it happen. Swimming hole is awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's transformative for our kids and for our entire school culture. Yep. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are not the kinds of things that uh, you get in a ordinary kind of uh, educational experience for no. sure. Another piece I wanted to bring attention is we're in the overtime segment of the podcast now. We've lost our 46, Mr. Whitaker. You and I sat down. We worked through the staff this year, uh, leading them through a book called Renovation of the Heart. Mm-hmm. I would like to say it's been transformative for our staff, and maybe that's just for my own selfish reasons. But no, it, I would say it absolutely has been. Good. Well, I yeah. appreciate you sharing that. Uh, so if those listening, every Wednesday morning, the staff uh, been going through a, a devotional book together before the, the craziness of the day starts. And we've been talking about themes like transforming the mind, transforming our feelings into Christ's likeness, mm-hmm. stripping back all those layers that uh, prevent us from becoming the kind of person God's called us to be. Well, after one year of doing that, and we're going to go through year two of that book as a staff next year, you and I kind of got together and thought, okay, for our middle school kids, let's talk how we get this into uh, this concepts, uh, these concepts, excuse me, into the lives of our students. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell the parents structure-wise we're changing the way we do our Wednesday uh, structure in the middle school. I know the whole academic program, I'll say that for a different podcast. Uh, but Wednesday mornings and Wednesday afternoons, we're going to tie in chapel with small groups. Right. And so those that are listening, we're going to have gender-specific. We have two female and two male teachers in the middle school. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have uh, small groups. We're talking maybe 12 to 13 or less with a teacher. And they're going to go through Renovation of the Heart. Yeah, the student edition. The student edition. Yep. Putting on the character of Christ. All about stripping away our human nature and we want to become and follow, talk, act, look like, serve like, be like the man who's the king of the kings. Yeah. So this structure where they're going to, and the parents, some of them already received a copy of the book. Yep. If they didn't, at least this week through Friday, they can swing by the office. Right. If they're listening to this still in the overtime session, pick up a copy and uh, we'll give them one. But the bottom line premise for this book, one, it provides a tangible resource for the staff and the student and the parent. Mm -hmm. We always joke around as a staff. It's uh, outside the Holy Spirit. The next piece is always the parental involvement. And then we kind of come in and play a part in there. So we want to partner with parents, and we want to partner with God's work in their life through the power of the Spirit. Right. I, uh, those of you listening, one thing you can do in response to this is just continue to pray for this. Pray for this initiative. Nobody in their, in their right mind, Mr. Whitaker, would start a Christian school with a person who said, repent and uh, follow after me, change your thinking about everything, change your ways and follow me. Who would start a school over that person? Mm. But we yep. have a school as, yep. as such. And so each Wednesday morning and Wednesday afternoon in chapel, when we follow up the small group activity, we are asking students to enter into this initiative. Yeah. And what can God do through... My life, but mostly his work through my life, of course, and this process I'm very excited about. Yep, me too. I think it's going to be, just having that anchor to to fix onto is going to be really beneficial for us. So we all know the stereotypes. Upper elementary, middle school, students start to become more Mm self-absorbed. 
And we all go through those experiences, and those are fine. We understand. But God still wants to work through whatever age it is. Yep. And I can't wait to see that that uh, part of it become transforming for our culture and for our entire families and staff. Right. Yeah, same here. So this is just a piece. This is like part one of a preview for next year. Yeah, geez. I, I feel like with this new iTunes launch, we should come back and do another maybe August edition, you know, maybe based on demand. Yeah. You know, now that we're in the 16, 17 minute mark. Yeah, should yeah. We, should right. we just go 55 minutes now? Or? No, we shouldn't do that. We shouldn't <laughs> we should. do that. But um, <laughs> They tell you in communication school, keep it short, keep it sweet. Yes, take, keep, stick to the point. Exactly right. Yeah. Well, Mr. Whitaker, thanks for uh, joining me again today on the podcast. Uh, parents and those of you listening out there, uh, we're about to sign off here for the summer for a few weeks, not just from the podcast, but here from ECS. We can't wait for 1718. Uh, we're very prayerful about what God's going to be having for our school. Uh, and I pray that uh, you would also pray into that yourself and that uh, we'd be equipped with what we would need to get the job done and really to get out of God's way <laughs> so right. that he can work through the lives of the students that he's uh, placed in our midst. Yeah. So from the staff to you guys, uh, continue to seek first the kingdom. May the Lord bless you and keep your family this summer. Safe travels wherever you are and continue to keep him before our minds. And we'll be talking to you guys soon. Until next time, farewell. Not just a thing up in the sky, a sweet by and by. No, no. Not just a set of pearly gaze of angels with wings. No, no.